I'm Anthony Steves, and this is a Based on a True Journey side journey. Hey everyone, welcome to Based on a True Journey side journey. That's right, this is a new thing. I'll go more into detail in a little bit. I am Anthony Steves. Thank you for listening. Thank you for choosing this podcast. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to it and rate this podcast on whichever podcasting outlet you use. It does wonders for me and this show. And of course, follow us on Twitter at True Journey Pod. That's at True Journey Pod on Twitter. And you'll see more information from this show on there. Uh, apologies for uh, always referring to this show and myself in the plural. I'm used to being on an ensemble cast of podcasters. So for the past four episodes, you've heard me say we a lot. It's because I'm just used to being surrounded by other people. So I, me, <laughs> thank you for following the show. I greatly appreciate it. I got a lot of stuff going on Twitter for you eventually in the near future. And again, that was True Journey Pod at True Journey Pod. So usually I have about, you know, 15, 20, 30 minute episodes for you to listen to on someone's journey in life or a specific event in history. Uh, today we're doing something a little different. It's going to be a bit of a, uh, a shorter episode. Um, you know, parenting, adult life, a lot of things happen to where you can't devote as much as you'd hoped for, but you still want to put some content out there. So we're developing something called side journeys, you know, little small tidbits that uh, are either in the news or from a personal history or or what have you. So there will be side journeys in between your typical based on a true journey episode. So today is the first of those side journeys. Now, um, a little insight into myself. I am a writer. I've been writing for the past, let's see, about five years now. It's been five years I've been writing. Uh, I am an LRM contributor. That is Latino Review Media. They are an entertainment website. I write you know, television and movie reviews. I write recaps on episodes, stuff here and there on, regarding anything in the media, television, movies, music, comic, book, comic books, whatever you, whatever there may be. So I write for them, been writing for them for about, it'll be nearing three years now. And I also, before that, had my own Medium page. Now, if you've never used Medium before, it is a fantastic and easy-to-use blog site. You go there, you make an account, you can attach to your Twitter account, your Facebook, what have you, and you can just write you can write reviews, you can write a personal blog, you can write about current affairs, anything you want in there. And I've been writing stuff in there ranging from personal stuff to uh, favorite movies, talking about movie characters, anything that I feel like talking about, I have on my Medium page. So you can find my Medium page by going to medium.com and looking for at the Azorian one. That's right, at the Azorian one. Yes, I'm very proud of being of Azores heritage, the Portuguese heritage. So that's T-H-E-A-Z-O-R-E-A-N-O-N-E, the Azorian one. Look for that name, or just my name, Anthony Steves, on Medium, and you'll find stuff that I've written. And so for today, I am going to get a little personal. Not too personal. Nothing's going to make anyone in my family be like, oh, what is he doing? I don't want to know this much about him. Not that much. Don't worry. It's not going to make anybody cringe. I did write something pretty personal about myself a, a year ago. And I felt, you know, it was a part of my journey 
uh, a specific event that occurred in my life. And it fits pretty well with, uh, you know, the things we chat about on this show and or I chat about on this show. And, um, you know, it could be something that could help you if you're going through a tough time or going through a difficult moment on your journey. So I thought a side journey would be a way to, you know, fit that in. So hopefully you enjoy that. Hopefully you agree. Hope you like this. It's going to be one of the shorter episodes I have. So again, sorry if you like the 15, 20, 30 minute episodes. I'll try to get back into them as much as I possibly can. But I thought I could at least put something out there that you could maybe enjoy hearing. Just, you know, my voice narrating for you. I know I'm very, I'm a big talker and hopefully you do like my voice. So here we go. I am going to read to you. My selection from my Medium page from August of 2018, specific event in my life, and something I felt like um, putting out there. So it's on the website, and I'm going to read it to you in this episode. And the title of this post of mine is called Two Days in August, How the Two Worst Days of My Life Drove Me Into a Torturous Purgatory and How I Climbed Out of It. So, without further ado, here we go. Two days in August, a side journey. The year 2016 started off beautifully. I had just accepted a promotion at work. A little more money was coming in, which was perfect because my wife and I were preparing for our second child, Thomas, who was due in April. Our firstborn, Jackson, was halfway to three and already hitting us at our waists. It still stunned me how much this little monster had grown in just nearly two and a half years. When Thomas arrived, I had the benefit of being able to use six weeks of full-pay family leave, along with a week of vacation. I took care of the house and boys during the moments where my wife would sleep. I helped plan and execute a bachelor party in Las Vegas for my brother-in-law and his buddies. My wife, the boys, and I spent a few days in the Monterey Peninsula. As a finale to my time off, the brother-in-law's beautiful wedding was a joyful family experience, which was followed by the joy of watching Portugal win the European Championship. That's soccer or football, depending on where you're from. I treasured those weeks. I enjoyed every second of it. My happiness... It was at a peak. Then, two events ripped that happiness from me. Two events within 36 hours of each other. On August 24th, I was the recipient of what I went on to dub an involuntary career change. I was let go. The place of business that I had called home for nearly 10 years had just thrown me out. I had barely been back to work and just like that, like a mad titan snapping his gloved fingers, it was gone. That's uh, an Avengers reference if you didn't catch that. The years I spent driving 60 miles round trip, the excitement I had clocking in at a company that I had adored since the age of 10, the friendships I had built with insanely talented individuals, the city that I had come to respect. All of it was gone with one phone call and one mail delivery. I was stunned. I was defeated. My heart was racing. 
failure washed over me as I looked into my wife's eyes and explained to her what had just happened. Panic set in as I looked at my two sons, having no clue what to do next. That's when my brain took over and did what it has a habit of doing sometimes. Pile on. Congratulations, loser. You lost your job. You have a wife, two boys, two cats, a dog, a mortgage, and a car payment. Now what are you going to do? Way to go, failure. My brain is both my greatest creative tool and my harshest critic. Whether it be coming up with an idea for a story or rationalizing a situation, my mind handles those well. Yet, those moments where my confidence is lacking, my brain will amplify by 10 and continue to do so if I allow it. At this moment in my life, I gave my brain the fuel to bombard myself with negativity. At that very second, I was an unemployed father with no hope of anything in the future. I laid in bed that evening, panicking about the future. Sleep wasn't happening. Then came the next day. On August 25th, my wife and I were preparing to go to the local farmer's market with the boys. We saw it as something that would briefly take my mind off the event of the day before. Then, my phone rang. It was my cousin Kayla from Southern California. I answered it and stood in silence as she broke down in tears and explained to me that our cousin Blake, who was fighting his second bout with cancer, had just succumbed to it. I crouched down to the floor and cried. Blake was 25 years old. He was the youngest of our generation of cousins. He was a fighter. He was a loving soul. He was full of life, rarely seen without a smile on his face. And now, he was gone. My wife and I made the drive to Southern California for Blake's funeral. I kept my current unemployment status to myself, telling only my cousins Eric and Bobby, the cousins who have always been more like brothers. It was good to be around the family, but it was incredibly heartbreaking to say goodbye to Blake. My face may not have shown it, but inside, I was a hurricane of emotion. I was devastated, heartbroken, that there would never again be a new moment with Blake. There would not be any special family events where he'd be present. I could only relive the past. Drinking side by side at a bachelor party at Lake Tahoe. Joking around poolside outside Los Angeles while listening to the Dirty Heads. I even went back to the first time I met Blake, when he was just four years old this little fireball of energy with a huge smile on his face who came running at me full force to deliver a tackle. All that would remain in the past. There would be nothing new to experience because Blake was gone. For the next few weeks, my mind made sure I never forgot the events of those days. I would go to bed at night feeling like a failure. I'd wake up in the morning already grappling with panic and defeat. I felt like I was lost at sea, and my mind, instead of wanting to find a way out, wanted only to remind me of where I failed. 
you had a well-paying job. You had benefits and good health care for your family. Now look at you. You lost it all. Now your wife has to work harder. Way to go, husband of the year. You suck. If it were not for my wife, I don't know where my brain would have taken me. Her constant support for me gave me a balance I needed, but it was ultimately up to me to get over this obstacle. It would be the mixture of her words and presence, along with my own drive and willingness to push harder, that would bring back the side of my mind that was positive. The side that would get creative and find a solution when all seems lost. I would even gain inspiration from my favorite medium of entertainment. Movies. Suddenly, I was relating to every film I'd watch. I connected with Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne in The Dark Knight Rises, a hero who suffers a severe emotional and physical setback only to make the climb and take back his mantle. I connected with Russell Crowe's James J. Braddock in Cinderella Man, a washed-up boxer who gets a second chance at glory, this time for the good of his family. I watched Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark battle panic and anxiety in Iron Man 3, and saw myself at times. I witnessed Tom Hanks' Chuck Nolan in Castaway make it off that island, only to witness how the world has changed and not sure what path he should take next. Watching Will Smith's Chris Gardner in The Pursuit of Happiness was like a knife to the heart. These were all movies I had seen before, but now they took on a whole new meaning. At that moment, the optimistic side of my brain made its resurgence. Now, instead of drowning myself in my own sorrows, I was thinking of different ways to pull myself up. First was my writing. I threw my past material on the web and thanks to a friend of mine passing it on, an entertainment website took me on as a contributor on the side. My hobby of writing was now a side job. Check. Next up, wedding efficient duties. Since 2009, I had performed weddings for couples throughout California, but it was no more than maybe two or three a year. I decided to take the next step and make it an official job title. I set up a website and email combination, created social media accounts and a Yelp page. Now, Ceremonies by Esteves is my official side business where I offer my ordained minister status to any couple who wishes to unite in matrimony, no matter their denomination. Check. Finally, after being lucky enough to be allowed back to my old part-time parks and recreation job thanks to a close friend from high school and a boss who valued my work from years before, along with scrolling through pages of Indeed and LinkedIn and whatever employment app you can think of, I eventually was hired on to a full-time position that allowed me to do what I love to do. Write. Check. It's been nearly three years since the two worst days of my life. And I'm happier. Not just because I found that full-time job. It's because I learned from my experience in the past. I know what being defeated feels like. I experienced a small taste of what darkness looks like. I know what it's like to feel like there's no hope, 
I know what it is like to allow your mind to stay negative and constantly criticize yourself. I am forever grateful to the people in my life who helped me, especially on the top of that list, the strong, intelligent, and loving woman who I am lucky enough to call my wife and the mother of our children, my life partner. I love you, baby. Thank you. I also learned the importance in staying creative, adapting to change, and to always be evolving. I am grateful to have found that job, but I also have many other things I plan to do, many other creative options in the world of writing that I plan to delve into. I owe it to myself to bring back that creativity I put on hold for that decade. I owe it to those around me. I owe it to my wife and those children of ours. I owe it to Blake. Like Russell Crowe's James J. Braddock said, now I know what I'm fighting for. Milk. For this article and many of the other pieces I have written, go to medium.com and look up my name, Anthony Esteves, or my Twitter handle, TheAzorian1. Also, if you're on Twitter, the Based on a True Journey Twitter account will have a link to the stuff I've written. Just remember to follow at TrueJourneyPod. That's at TrueJourneyPod. Thank you again for listening, and if you haven't yet, please, please, subscribe and rate it. It helps us show out tremendously. Thank you again for listening to this side journey of Based on the True Journey. And stay along for the ride because there's more episodes to come. Journeys are what define us. Where will the next journey take you? Until next time, stay on the path. <laughs>